welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. I just want to, of course, I don't need to do this. I just want to apologize for not being here yesterday. You're very, very missed. I have been in every episode since the beginning, so it's like a thousand one hundred something episodes or something like that, crazy. And it was so hard for me to not be in yesterday's episode. Yeah. I am, um, but I was down and out, y'all. I was bad. Yeah. It was it was bad enough for me to miss out on being in every episode of every year. Um, as we're getting ready to come up on our fourth year, I know, which is wild. Aww. We're gonna have to take some time to reflect upon that, but um, we're gonna jump into today's devotional. Uh, it's New Morning Mercies, like always, and then we'll we'll go from there. Yes, and if you're watching on YouTube, yes, we are in our bedroom that is currently a disaster with paper blinds and pillows stacked up everywhere. And welcome to our life, you guys. Yeah, everything's where we're at. everything's kind of a mess right now. There's a lot of construction <laughs> happening, um, but you know, it's it's again no excuses for not spending time with the Lord. So. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Today's devotional says this. Corporate worship is designed to instill vertical hope where horizontal hope has been dashed. One of the themes of this devotional is hope. Every human being is hardwired and concerned about hope. We're all in a constant search for hope that delivers and lasts. We're all a bit discouraged and paralyzed when our hopes are dashed. When one hope dies, we grab a hold of another hope as fast as we can. The Bible is a hope story. It is about hope misplaced and hope found. It's about hope that cannot deliver and hope that gives you everything that you need. It's about where not to look for hope and the only place where true hope can be found. The great hope drama of the Bible is summarized by a few very important words that are buried in the middle of the Apostle Paul's letter to the Romans. This is in Romans 5, 1 through 5. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access to faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Notice what Paul does here. He connects our hope to our justification. We have hope because by grace we have been forgiven and accepted by the one who holds everything we need. He connects our hope to the glory of God. Our hope is that God will complete his work, getting the glory that is his due. His glory is our good. He connects our hope to our sufferings. There is even hope in suffering because in that suffering, the God who is our hope is doing good things in us and for us. He says that our vertical hope, hope in God, will never put us to shame. This means that all other forms of hope fail us in some way. Hope in created things never delivers what hope in the Creator can. He connects our hope to the Holy Spirit who lives inside us. Here is the ultimate reason that you and I have hope. God has made us the address where He lives. This means that the one who can do more than we are able to conceive of is constantly with us and constantly working on our behalf. Now, that's hope. As you worship God with other believers and hear the truths of his word proclaimed, your hope will be rekindled. 
Yeah. First off, it's incredible how much he pulled from that scripture. Yeah. And it's just, it's one of those things that always makes me want to go deeper into scripture because I always say I'm going to go spend time with my Bible and study it, but like I kind of, I'll read it and then I'll just like move on to something else. And it, it feels, I don't want to say like a checklist cause I'm trying, like I actually am trying, but I don't know if you all have the new morning mercies devotional, but I'm holding it up on YouTube and it's kind of hard to see, but literally there's like three paragraphs written off of one small paragraph of scripture. Mm-hmm. And it's just so encouraging. Um, and it, it cuts to deeper parts of us because just like what this devotional is talking about and not putting our things, not putting our hope in horizontal things. I'm so guilty of that. And I'm sure you guys are as well. It's, it's so tough when you, when you feel let down by horizontal things, whether it's camera batteries, <laughs> and that's, I'm not alluding to anything that we're struggling with right now, or it's really anything. We, we tend to attach hope to a lot of things and without even really realizing we're doing that. Some people are attaching their hope to relationships or getting into this school or to whenever their uh, boyfriend's going to propose. or I don't know. You know what I mean? People attach so much hope to so many things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those expectations are met, but more often than not, they're not. And we get let down. And then it leads us down this path that can lead us towards hopelessness or despair. It can be a long road for some of us to get to that place of hopelessness or despair. But the thing is, we never have to get there. We don't ever have to even go down that path when we realize that our true hope comes from Christ. Right. But that's us putting our full hope in him, mm-hmm. which is very tough to do. It's like really tough to do, especially living in this world right now. It's it's like easy to say, yes, Lord, I love you and I want to serve you and I want to worship you. But then you turn around and go live in your life where you're putting your hope in all these little horizontal things. Yeah. And so it really has to be this like daily acknowledgement of like, all right, yeah, this thing is not really going the way I wished it would, God, but I'm going to keep putting my hope in you. I'm going to put my faith in you. Yeah. I'm going to trust that you're going to come through in the way that you deem is most important right. and best for your plan, not my plan. Yeah. I also love this verse. I just, I love this verse so much, but it talks about how <laughs> all the things that come from suffering, you know, and I feel like this is only true with God that he can take something that's so difficult and truly like suffering and produce in us something so good. So I'm going to read this again. It says, um, not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, which is tough, right? Mm -hmm. Like when we've been let down, when things aren't going our way, when we feel like we're going through a season of struggle, it's hard to rejoice in our sufferings. Like, yay, I'm so happy that I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. But then you read this verse and it says we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing Mm -hmm. that suffering produces endurance. And so if we're praying for the endurance to push through, well, guess what? We're going to have to walk through some suffering because we're not going to gain endurance without it. And then it says endurance produces character. And it's like, man, we want to be people with character, people with integrity. So that means that we have to go through suffering so that we can have the endurance that produces the character and character produces hope. And so, gosh, when you think about it, it's like all of these things lead to, these are what produces hope. And then when we have that hope, is it put in the right Place. We have to put our hope in Christ because our hope anywhere else can put us to shame. But this is the truth of God's word. It says, when you put your hope in him, you will not be put 
to shame. You will not be put to shame. And that doesn't mean that you'll never get hated on because of your belief system or any of that. It says, no, no, the world first hated him, so they might hate you. And like we're promised trials and tribulations of many kinds, but our hope in Christ will never be put to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And so it's like on the days that are brutal, right? If we can meditate on this verse and say, okay, Lord, I'm suffering right now. I am. I I feel like I'm suffering Mm -hmm. right now. Would you please show me what you're doing inside of me? Would you please put this verse into action so that through this suffering, I will have more endurance, that I will be a Mm -hmm. woman and a man of integrity and character and that I will have an even greater hope because of what I'm walking through right now. Yeah. I think the key there is understanding that there's 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 a point to it. Yeah. A lot of us just don't want to suffer unnecessarily for no reason with just like why? Mm-hmm. Like why why am I going through this? But if we understand that this is going to produce character or you know endurance which will lead to character which will lead to hope then we understand that there's there is a silver lining at the end and it reminds me of one of my favorite tennis players when asked what makes him one of the best of all time he said i'm willing to suffer longer than my opponent because he doesn't see suffering as bad he sees it as worthy and we have to just make sure that we don't devalue suffering as if it's something to sprint away from but rather something to endure and be steadfast in yeah Okay. I'm praising out. I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you that you are the God who can take our suffering and produce something good out of it, God. That when we have your perspective, we have that eternal hope that will never put us to shame, Father. I pray that you would give us the capability to rejoice inside of our suffering. Would you give us your eyes today to see? our suffering through your lens and not our own, that we can actually rejoice in it. We can only do it with your help. So we're asking for it today in Jesus' name. Amen, Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes, and now don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. And we're talking to you tomorrow. Ciao, ciao, ciao.